Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. Welcome to this episode of Box Talk. As always, I'm here with a very special guest. Would you mind going ahead and introducing yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Jonathan Burns. I'm co-owner of CrossFit Coeur d'Alene in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Idaho. I always think Idaho is such a random place to be. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> are, you, are you from uh, there? Are you from there originally? No, no. We, uh, my wife and I moved here about 10 years ago. Wow. We, we lived in a bunch of big cities. We lived in Atlanta, Philly, you know, Portland, Seattle. And uh, we were kind of tired of the whole big city thing. So we wanted to move to the mountains. And Coeur d'Alene's a little, uh, it's like a little resort town. It's kind of like a mini Tahoe. So it's up in the it's up in the mountains, lots of lakes. You know, we, we were moving out of Seattle at the time. My wife had finished grad school, and it was one of those things where we were kind of picking either like Bend or Tahoe or like Jackson area or something something like that. You know, and this kind of fits that mold. Huh. All right. Well, that that's good. I I always wonder how people end up in places like Idaho and Iowa and just those random states. That you're like, huh. Yeah, I know. It's one of it's. It's like a. I would never leave now. I don't think. You know, really? Idaho is one of these. It's this funny little state, but it's a. Uh, it's a sweet little spot. You know, I I, I found it by getting on CityData.com, which is like a. You know, you can just look at like the metrics. You can see how much sun there is. You can see how much snow. You can see how many people. How good the schools are. All that sort of stuff, and it kind of kicked ass. So. Wow. We came here, and we love it. Dang! Oh, that's really cool. That that's like, what a what an awesome like almost analytical way of <laughs> finding the perfect spot to move to. So <laughs> yeah, yeah look, at, look at the stats. I guess that's the nerd in me. <laughs> well, speaking of that nerd, I feel like you have to be sort of a nerd to own a business for a long time, which you have done. <laughs> um, and I love to hear that story, Jonathan. Like. How did you come to be where you are today? You know, we found out how you got to Idaho, but how did things progress from there? Well, I was a, I was a rower in college at the University of Washington. I rowed post-collegiately for the U.S. national team. And I got into CrossFit as an off-season training protocol. So I had just gotten back from racing in Europe. I ended up uh, kind of getting my ass kicked out there. I was racing the, the one-man boat. And I just needed more strength. And I was at kind of the level where if I got 1% faster, that was the difference between being like 20th and being first by a long ways. So I was looking for every little edge. I walked into a gym uh, called Northwest CrossFit in Seattle because they offered VO2 testing. And I wasn't interested in CrossFit. I was interested in getting my VO2 tested. But I walked in there and the coach uh, said, hey, let's, let's do Fight Gone Bad. And I said, oh, what's that? And, uh, you know, long story short, fell in love with it, got me way fitter. It was uh, an amazing protocol. I, was, I had kids right after that and kind of retired from competitive rowing. And I knew that I loved coaching people. I loved helping people. And the CrossFit methodology really resonated with what I wanted to do. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm surprised you didn't go into coaching rowing. You know, I, mean, I, I have this idea that the longer you stay in that sport the crazier you get (laughs) 
and it's probably true with like any sport like any any guy that's been like in one sport for like 40 years just gets super idiosyncratic and weird right so i kind of wanted to get away from that plus i really liked the idea of sucking at something again you know like i got pretty good at rowing and i suck at i still suck at walking on my hand you know and and like handstand push-ups and all these things so there's i like kind of finding things that i'm not so good at and getting better at it hmm, i like that no i think that's cool that makes sense okay so so you fell in love you really liked to do it but what what led you to opening up a business because some people can you know take that passion and just coach for the rest of their life but why a box uh I always liked, I think for the same reason I gravitated to rowing in a one-man boat, I always liked kind of the idea of being in charge, but also the idea that if it goes wrong, it's my fault, and if it goes right, it's my fault, right? And, you know, we can talk about that more later. Obviously, owning a business, it's a team effort, especially co-owning a business, but it's, uh, it's one of those things where I knew from the start that I wanted to open my own gym. You know, I was looking at the glassman's methodology i was looking at the way that he kind of just allowed the the market forces to kind of dictate the quality and i really like that so yeah i just knew that it was one of one of the things i wanted to do and you know back in like 07 or 06 when i started it was one of those there was like two or three crossfit gyms in seattle and i was thinking oh wow you know, I'll just go to a different city and open one up. I don't want to step on anyone's toes out here, right? It's so funny to think about it. Now people are opening up gyms like 200 yards down the road, you know, and it's really no big deal. But, uh, yeah, back then it was one of those things where you open up a gym and you, like, go to the next city down the road, right? You don't stay close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's interesting. Do you guys have multiple gyms in Coeur d'Alene? Uh, there's a... There, there was up to, I think, seven here. It's oh. a town of about 40,000, 44, oh. uh, in that surrounding area. And I think it's down to about three now. Okay, interesting. Three, four. Yeah, uh, it's just, you know how with CrossFit, it's one of those things. There's a lot of people that do the napkin math and think that it's like, it's just easy money, you know? It's and they not. don't realize, they expect it to be... They expect it just, you know, well, if people show up and they give me 150 bucks a month, then I'm just going to be rolling in the dough right mm-hmm. now. It's, there's so much to it. It's a business. Mm-hmm. I have to actually think about it, and you have to put out a quality product. Yeah. It's a lot of- yeah. So how long um, have you guys been open for now? Uh, we affiliated in February of 08. Wow. That's crazy. That's awesome. You're like, you're old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what number we are. Probably inside the first three or four hundred, I think. Wow. We'll see. And in Idaho, know. of all places. Way to go, Idaho. Yeah. yeah, we were definitely, I think we were the first gym in Idaho. <laughs> and that's kind of cool. I think that's neat. So, so interesting. So, I'm kind of curious, just with your experience being open that long, I mean, what, what are some things that you've seen evolve? Like, what has changed, you know, some of the big, maybe key things that have changed since the beginning to now. I, I love picking brains of people who have been open this long. Um, the, the biggest thing that I think has shifted is the perception of CrossFit. You know, when we started, it was, hey, this is CrossFit, and people are like, what's that? I've never heard of it. And then it went to, I've heard of it, but it's crazy. I don't want to try it. 
and then it went to everybody's trying it, so I'm going to try it, right? That was like 2012-ish, 11 through 13. It's just kind of like bumped up. And then now it's like a pretty established methodology, and people either they, – they still have their preconceived notions of it, which we're, we tend to have to battle, you know, that it's a bunch of people like wrestling alligators with their hair on fire. But <laughs> – it's like <laughs> that's a new one i have not heard that one before right? yeah right i mean it's just one of these things where nowadays like we at least in our community like people are pretty aware of what we do you know so if it's one of those things where we there's not a lot of uh there might be some misconceptions as to what we do but at least people know about us we've been around so long so mm. okay it's not like hey this is crossfit this is what we do you know Back in like 2010, no one knew what the hell it was, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, nine, I would say. Yeah, somewhere other. Well, okay. So, I think that that's good. That kind of leads us into kind of what I was hoping to talk about today with you, and just so the holidays are coming up, the New Year is yeah. right around the corner, um, which means typically New Year's resolutions and kind of a big push, big influx of members. Um, I kind of want to pick your brain on marketing and how you're even reaching those populations and mm-hmm. um, even how it's kind of changed. Just what you were saying about before it was educating people on what CrossFit was and now it's different. A lot of them know about Juice and now it's probably a different marketing strategy, a different um, mindset mentality and uh, information that you're putting out there. So I guess with uh, 2018 around the corner, like first off, what does that mean to you? Like, are you guys thinking about it? Are you, are you planning ahead? Like, what does that mean for your business with a new year coming quick? Um, traditionally we haven't seen massive influxes of people at the new year, like a, like a big box gym would. Um, just, I think cause our price point is such that you're not going to see people just like throw out, you know, 50 bucks for a three month membership type thing. Um, our focus has for a while now and will continue to be uh, servicing the members that we have and gaining new quality members, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning that, like, I don't want just people that want to come in and try it just to pop in for a couple weeks. I want people that are, like, engaged and want to be part of the community in my gym, right? Yeah. So, like, I want to keep growing and sustaining and that's comes from the people that are super motivated to be there I feel like Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean is the holiday push the new year push something to even be concerned about for affiliates do you think uh you know depending on your market for sure you know what we're going to be doing is uh we really focus on the what we call it the first 101 days uh, and a lot of people say the first hundred days, but we have what's called our fitness 101 and our kind of like intro session. Oh, okay. So we use like for us, it's what I'm planning on doing is like a basically a, a package deal where you can get your fitness 101, which is three one hour sessions with a coach, and then three months of training essentially for a set price. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So can you? Because I know. Um, at the, at the latest Box Pro Leadership Summit, we did talk about the 100-day plan, and several yeah. affiliates were saying that's something that they're working on. Um, can you kind of go into like what that even looks like? Because that might be a new concept to the owners listening. Oh, sure. Um, the idea behind the first 100 days, and it's not my idea. I don't know who came up with it. 
maybe Cooper or one of those guys. But the idea would be that if you keep people in the gym for three months, essentially, you're creating a habit that they're going to maintain, you know, and and we really do see that it's it's the people that are around for a month, four weeks, you know, that they, they can they might go go on vacation for two or three weeks and they get out of the habit. And then all of a sudden they haven't been in for, you know, they come back and then they were super busy because they were gone for two weeks. And then all of a sudden it's four weeks and then they're like, oh, I don't want to start up again because, you know, X, Y, Z happens. And then they're one of those members that's kind of on the wrong side of the balance sheet where they were members for a bit and then they're gone. Right. The 100 days idea is that we engage people consistently for 100 days. You know, people can do it with drip campaigns, uh, which I'm not a huge fan of. People can do it with, you know, check-ins, which I am a huge fan of, you know, and making sure that people are, like, setting goals and doing all that sort of good stuff. Um, and it's, uh, for us, like, we've had members, I mean, we still have members from our first ever one-on-one series, which we get called boot camp back in the day that have been with us for you know, eight or nine years. So, and we have a lot of them, you know, we really pride ourselves in the fact that the people that are with us stay with us. Mm. So that's our goal. Yeah, no, and I think, I mean, that's gotta be testament to you guys doing something right. And what do you think it is? Maybe, maybe three things you think that have, you know, kept those people around for nine years. That's a, that's a long time to be a member. Uh, you know, I'd like to think, you know, from like a ego standpoint that it's great coaching and great programming and all that sort of good <laughs> stuff. But realistically, it's, you know, I think that plays a part in it. But I, I think that the community that we have is amazing. You know, I think that the people that are there have created uh, a tribe of sorts and they just like they show up for each other and they kind of like work out together, suffer together. They, you know, there's a strong group online that kind of like plans things and hangs out offline, you know? So I think that that probably plays a really big part in it. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I'm going to have to give you some credit because we have to do that. We have to, we have to pump your ego a little bit and get you like, yeah, doing something. <laughs> um, but I mean, obviously it may, it, do you think that might come even down to like what you were saying before where you're looking for the quality members? You're not looking for the, um, four week member that's out of there once, you know, they didn't get their abs within 30 days or something. And like, you're looking for the quality right. member. I mean, do you think that has a part to play in like this lasting community? I think so. And I think those are the kind of people that, end up sticking with CrossFit are the, the kind of people that are like motivated to continually better themselves, you know? Um, and they come from all backgrounds, you know, it's not just like the hardcore ex athletes and, the, you know, or the ex military or the firefighters or the, this or the, that. I mean, we have, we have, you know, some grandparents that have been with us for, since they were in their sixties and now in their, they're in their seventies, you know? And it's like, it's it's one of those things where I feel like, uh, you know, another way to put it, I suppose, is my wife is a is a physician. She she deals with, she's a family practice physician, and a lot of the people that see her don't want to be there, right? They just they have to be there. The cool thing about what we do is that everybody who's there wants to be there. It's just up to us to make sure that they're having a great time. Yeah. 
Hmm. You know, yeah. and they're progressing and they're and they're getting better at yeah. what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's cool. Your wife's a family physician and. She's married yeah. to a CrossFit owner. Like, I just think that's neat. So, <laughs> hopefully, talk- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like she needs to talk to all our doctor friends and be like, "Hey, guys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guess what? <laughs> that's it. that's interesting. I feel like that is going to be another conversation we need to have. I feel like I need to talk to your wife now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, actually. what's your perspective? Um, so, uh, kind of curious then. Like, I know you said, um. Guys, don't necessarily do any like you know big holiday push, but like, how do you get new members in? Like, do you guys have any marketing strategies? Is it just word of mouth? Like, how are you going about you know continually growing your gym and and reaching new people, new parts of the community that maybe you haven't reached before? I'd say our marketing strategy is constantly evolving, hmm. right? You know, back in the day, if you would have asked me to do any kind of marketing, I would have said no. You know, in terms of because it's, it's, I mean, our community is different than like a, a major metropolitan area mm-hmm. where people have probably heard about it a little bit earlier, right? Um, our community is smaller, we're, we're more rural, even more resortish, I guess. Um, so it's one of those things where your friend has to kind of pull you in by the ear and say, hey, give this a shot, you know? At least back in the day. It was like that. Um, nowadays, you know, we've experimented with some Facebook ads. I'm not convinced that they did much for us. Um, maybe that's just our lack of ability with Facebook ads. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hear it's a broad range. I hear some people find great success, and other people are like waste of time. You know, it's it's one of those things where I. My background is I was a marketing major right, in, in college, and it was one of those things where, I mean, I, I guess it's, it sounds like I should know what I'm doing, but it it's still, everything's shifted so much from, you know, when I was in school that it's it's all very, it's all very different. You know, like I don't, I feel like what I know about mailers and all that sort of stuff, it's just not the kind of people that we need, you know, it's if you get a few people to know about you, then that's cool. But you, I still want those really high quality members popping in. And I feel like those are going to be referrals for the most part. Yeah, no, probably. I mean, and I think, I mean, that's kind of what drove CrossFit to even explode in the first place was word of mouth and referrals. So that makes sense. And let's be real. Does anything we learned in school actually apply in the real world? So (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a good question, especially for the marketing and journalism majors. Just saying. Right. Um, yeah. do- doctors are a different story. <laughs> exactly. They can, they can actually learn something. Yeah, use, right? They actually can. Yeah. Communities. Yeah. Yeah. Much. Yeah. No, but that, I mean, that's a good point, too, with how it's evolved um, just over the years. And um, kind of curious, like, Especially like with this time of year, I mean, do you see like a, a dip in attendance with members um, or even like how do you keep people accountable and still coming to the gym, you know, with all the travel and um, gorging of food happening? Like, how do you keep them accountable to, hey, coming back and so that they're ready for 2018 and not sorry about 2017 when it ends? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, most of the time, our, our, our main dips being up here, uh, pretty close to Canada, 
and all that is like September, like mm-hmm. right before school starts, we'll see a pretty big dip. Um, through the, the holidays a little bit, but we do a pretty good job of having, you know, fun little holiday workouts and this and that, just kind of keep people going, you know? Um, it's definitely a challenge though. I mean, I wish, I wish everyone could be as motivated. I feel to get in the gym, you know, that's so far has not been the case. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, every coach I talk to is like, don't put your, your biases and your motivation on your members because they're definitely not going to be into it as you are. I know, I think it was um, Jim and Tristan from uh, Solace and they were saying like, yeah, we were super pumped when we got started and thinking everybody would want to do it as much as we did. And then we were like, no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They're like, why would you want to do that? (laughs) Yeah. They're like, no one wanted to listen to us when we tried educating them. And so we just had to make it fun. Like, come on. (laughs) But I think that's a, that's a good point. Like with the, um, even the holiday wads and like, making it fun and, and, you know, having parties or events or something that kind of, kind of draw people in and even kind of what you said, like build that community, um, Mm -hmm. that obviously keeps people coming back. So, and I'm kind of curious, I know you said like your dip is in September. So do you have like members who are just here for the summer, like working in the resort town and then they leave or visitors or stuff? Yeah, you do. A lot of snowbirds too. Like we have a lot of folks in, you know, Phoenix or, whatever come up for the summer and then they're gone again you know here for like three four months and then they're gone um yeah that's it's definitely part of what we do here up in Coeur d'Alene it's just a little different you know yeah have you had to like adjust your business anyway to be able to accommodate that influx and deflux um I don't know if we adjusted it. I think it kind of evolved with it along with it as we, cause we grew really organically, you know, we started so long ago that it wasn't one of those things where we, you know, took out a $300,000 loan and created a giant gym and, you know, and started at a hundred miles an hour. We started with like two mats, two barbells and a rower or something like that. You know, it was, and then we just kind of like grew organically. So I think as we got bigger, we accommodated, we knew that there's going to be those, bumps in the summer and we kind of just accommodated accommodated that as we grew yeah yeah so is it pretty steady during the winter now uh yeah you know it's we like to see continual growth you know or just steady steady growth it's it's one of those things where you know you'll get a a month where it'll dip down just for whatever reason like a couple people went on vacation, a couple people went on hold, and then you'll have a month where it'll be way up, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, uh, right now, I feel like the market's pretty leveled out, at least here. Um, it's definitely not like the CrossFit boom that it was, you know, four years ago or so, where it was just like everybody and their mother trying it out. It's pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. And I'm kind of curious, we, with you guys having been open since um, 2008, um, you know, affiliated mm-hmm. since then, in the life of a business, I know you can kind of have, I think it's like the three-year dip and then like a five-year dip and then even sometimes like a seven-year kind of, you know, parts where you just go through hardship. And I'm kind of curious, like, have you guys gone through any like 
just big times of hardship and, and obstacles and challenges where you were like, mm, I don't know what we're going to do in a year. Um, I don't know. Have you ha had to overcome like any big hurdles or, or obstacles in the years that you've been open that maybe you could talk about to encourage? Because I, I know a lot of affiliates are hitting that point right now where they are like oh, yeah. struggling <laughs> and I'm sure they would love to hear like, have you been there and can I learn anything from you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that I, less in terms of like membership, like we haven't had like massive dips in membership or anything like that, but we certainly have had uh, massive challenges with um, like our, our locations, uh, trying to, you know, there was a point in 2009 or 2010 where, you know, we just like, we got into a, a spot and the landlord was really shady and it turned out that he didn't have the, the proper permits and because of that we didn't have the proper permits and the oh, city no. was like well you're you're done <laughs> you know like we're shutting you down and you know so we were scrambling and then but you know at the at the end of it like that led us to our current spot which has been great who's had a great landlord who ended up selling us the building who and so now we are owning our building right and so like most of the things that have happened over time, we've gotten, I should say not most, all of the things that have happened to us, we've gotten better because of it. Mm. So, uh, you know, there's been, we've had, when we were like the only gym in town and then all of a sudden there was a bunch of gyms in town, you know, and it was just super stressful back, you know, a couple of years ago and we were just trying to think like, well, what is, what does that mean? Well, we just focused on ourselves and we focused on making sure that the members that are there are happy and you know and doing doing good things and it seems to have worked out so far yeah so it's, we're always trying i we definitely don't have all the answers but we're trying to get <laughs> trying to get better all the time <laughs> oh. i'm sure if you had all the answers and, and people would be knocking at your door left and right being like hey what are you guys yeah, doing right. <laughs> no and yeah. that yeah, they're like, hey, but I think that's a good point, too, that sometimes, especially in saturated markets, uh, affiliates can start looking at everyone beside them, you know, maybe if they're, you know, drawing in more members, or they're doing that, and they can just skip, like, what are they doing? What can we do that they're doing? Like, can we take some of their techniques? And I think what you said is true. Like, sometimes you just need to be like, okay, who am I? How are we defining ourselves? How can we make what we have better? And yes, it's good to pull, like, strategies and stuff, but I think, like, really knowing who you are... It's mm -hmm. just kind of the key um, when it comes to success and being around for as long as you guys have. So, yeah, yeah, and also I think not having the ego to think that the way that you do it's the best way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that we've done enough of these, like the the Box Pro seminar. We've we've gone and visited lots of gyms. I've had the opportunity because of CrossFit Rowing to um, see so many great spots. You know, and I'll come back from those trips and I'll come to my coaches and I'll talk to them about it. I'll be like, hey, guess what these guys are doing? It's awesome. You know, yeah. like, let's do this. Let's train, you know. So I think if you can just kind of be an open book and be willing to to learn and maybe people are, have a hard time with that with business. We shouldn't because we're pretty open in terms of someone telling us if, you know, our snatch sucks. Like, we should be able to figure that out, right? We should yeah. be able to do our business, too. 
Yeah, no, and speaking of, like, CrossFit rowing and, you know, all the boxes you'll be able to see, I'm kind of curious, because I know you said you were just over in Europe. Um, mm -hmm. Do you see a huge difference between, like, uh, international affiliates compared to those that you visited here in the U.S.? Yeah, um, in some ways, in some ways. But, you know, they, they seem to, the community is kind of the same. The same kind of people, you know, it's like you can almost drop into any CrossFit gym anywhere I've been at least. And it's just, people are like, Hey, what's your name? And, Oh, you're from out of town. Have you been to this restaurant or have you checked this out? Or, you know, like they're super cool and they're very, very ready to kind of accept you, which is pretty amazing. You know, like that's, that's pretty awesome. The, the difference I think is that, those at least the places i've been the the communities are much smaller so it's almost like crossfit was here like five years ago okay you know like they're a little behind that curve you know whereas like idaho is definitely behind like the southern california curve of crossfit like we can look at what's going on in like la and san diego and we can be like this is probably going to trickle its way up to us over time right like in terms of like what's going on with the businesses and all that sort of stuff and like crossfit in europe i feel like is a little bit uh a little bit behind in terms of that hmm. you know they're just a little behind that curve they tend to charge a little less at least the places i've been but I, that could be that would be an interesting interview for you i don't know if you've interviewed anyone out there but i know that like in the bigger cities it's nearly impossible to own your own building so like finding space is, is much more difficult so really interesting yeah i mean yeah. That, that make that makes sense huh yeah i should talk to somebody i know um jay williams he owns crossfit thames uh is a part owner of that in oh, yeah. london mm -hmm. but yeah no that's that's so interesting huh that's kind of cool though yeah. to see like the evolution yeah. what'd you say i'm sorry so i can't imagine rent in london <laughs> That would be ridiculous. They probably don't charge less. I think they probably charge more. Yeah, and it's in the British pound. Yeah, right. It's just like way more expensive. So it's like, yeah. uh. um, okay, interesting. So, yeah, I'm just always kind of curious. Um, I don't know about like what, what is everyone else around the world doing? Because we all, we know what America's going on. We know what's kind of happening here. But um, I'm just always kind of curious, like, I think it's still kind of growing in a lot of other countries, like exponentially versus it's really slowed yeah. down here. So I, mean, I feel like it's, I feel like the amount of people doing CrossFit are, are probably growing here in the mm -hmm. States. There might not be as many gyms opening up. Uh, I, I couldn't even speak to that. I don't know for sure. One way or another, you'd have to talk to somebody at HQ and figure that one out. But like uh, the, to me, like the methodology is so sound that, it's just never going to go away. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just a solid methodology. If you apply it correctly, it's, you're going to make people stronger. You're going to make them better. They're going to have fun. They're going to be entertained. So why wouldn't they do it? Yeah. I think it's been proven over so many times again and again that it's like, well, <laughs> if you don't believe it now, then <laughs> it's kind of a hit or miss. But so mm -hmm. kind of circling back, Jonathan, just to, you know, the, ne the new year, like what, what does 2018 look for you guys for across at Coeur d'Alene? Like, do you guys have any idea of what you want to accomplish next year? Are you just hoping to get through this year and the, 
in the holiday season or um no yeah. no um we have our our plan kind of set out uh for the next you know three six nine whatever months we kind of have a an idea of where we want to be uh as a gym like what kind of what we want to what we want our like perception to be in the community uh and what we're building towards we're always trying to improve what we're doing right so uh for us like we like i said i, I really feel like we're, we're strong with our community i feel like our programming is solid i feel like our a lot of our offerings are there but we want to keep doing more with uh kids i want to keep doing more we have a great great amazing uh weightlifting program for teens that um i mean we have one one athlete who's you know been to the uh, worlds and just super strong uh, and then a bunch of other ones that are kind of chasing her down and it's just such a great opportunity you know for those kids just to learn weightlifting so i really want to focus on that and you know do everything that we can to help those kids out and i really want to make sure that the gym is evolving and just improving uh just the feel of it making making sure that people feel like uh you know the money that they're paying into the gym is going back into the gym too you know yeah like the last thing that you want to see is a stagnant gym where like the you know the weight plates aren't getting replaced that this isn't you know like we're not improving the quality of the equipment for the athletes we're not improving the quality of the space like i'd like to create a great lounge space for people just to hang out because they hang out anyways after the after class for sometimes for hours right so <laughs> you're like leave out, like, already <laughs> that's great i'm like cool you guys want like a coffee or something like, <laughs> sure pizza you guys have been here for hours yeah, right. like i love it but you know like make it even better you know so yeah um you know, there's, we talked at the at the Box Pro about that idea of, uh, you know, like two ways you can bring your gym. Are you going to turn it into like a CrossFit factory or are you going to turn it into something more bespoke, you know? And we definitely want to kind of like keep moving towards the, the bespoke end of the, end of the uh, spectrum, you know, not like individual program design or something like that but like it, you want to be there people yeah no i think that's a beautiful picture and kind of i mean some affiliates might not have any idea what 2018 holds i mean do you have any advice or even just like benefits as to why it is good to think through the next year the next three six nine months and think about what you do want to accomplish like obviously thinking ahead has worked for you guys. Um, mm. But kind of any advice on how to do that or even why affiliates should start thinking about 2018 and what they want. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't imagine being an athlete without a set of goals, you know, in terms of like, Hey, where do I want to be? What is this training for? What am I trying to achieve? Right. How can you, how can you own a business and not have the same process, you know? And if the process, if the end goal is like survival, if you're like, well, I just want to survive, 
and make money at this and quit my other job so I can just be full-time coach. Okay, well, that's a great end goal, but what are the steps you're going to take to get there? Right? Is it going to be quality programming? Is it going to be, you know, how are you going to do it? How much are you charging? All this, like, lay it out. It's one of those things where if you don't have a goal, you're kind of like a ship without a rudder, you know? So... Yeah. Goal setting is, I mean, there's plenty of plenty of books out there on goal setting, right? But, there's probably too many. We probably need a set a goal to actually read all of them. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Goal number one, read a book on goal setting. <laughs> goal number one, pick a book on goal setting. Goal number two, read it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's good. I, I just know sometimes I think goal setting, just, you know, people hear that and they're like, oh, like, thinking back. Oh, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, it's got that, like chintzy vibe to it that people are like well you know it's kind of like what's what's the term it's you wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first right it's, it's like it's a it's horrible kinda, analogy yeah, but like, horrible. i mean that's i mean people are like saying well, like, well if you're just gonna wish well you gotta actually have a plan right mm-hmm. and that's i mean for me at least having an idea of where I want to be sets the course for what I'm doing every day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I should be clear that like the business and what we're doing with CrossFit Coeur d'Alene, it's not just me at all. Like I have a great partner, Derek, and I have uh, great coaches mm-hmm. and it, it's a really a team effort. So, yeah, you're so it's nice really cool. giving them credit and they, they won't even hear this probably. Oh, <laughs> Tell me what, like, I'll be like, listen to that podcast. Yeah, you'll be like, guys, homework for the week is to listen to this awesome podcast, super informational, like, had a great guest on it, like, and then they're going to be like, wait. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'll send it to you so you can send them all that homework for the week, so. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, Jonathan, I mean, gosh, I think we've, we've talked about everything from Idaho to marketing to 2018 to Probably yeah, Europe, Europe rowing. Oh my gosh. I think we've been everywhere. We've literally been everywhere. Um, anything else you want to add or last thoughts for the affiliate owner who might be listening to this? Yeah, man. I, th- I think that, uh, I think if you're, you're in this business to help people and to put out a really great product, then you're going to succeed. Hmm. You know, and if you're not succeeding, if you feel like you're doing that and you're not succeeding, then kind of look at where you're at and look at what needs to change. But it's uh, to me, this is this business. It's lucky that we can call it a business because we're like truly affecting change in people's lives. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you feel pretty good when you go home, right? You're not just like punching a clock. Mm. And, and doing, you know, whatever, you're actually making a positive shift, mm. in people, which is really cool. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty, like, rewarding thing to be in. So mm-hmm. for yeah. being able to own a business that you can affect change and positively impact the world, doesn't yeah. get much better than that. So awesome, Jonathan. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a true pleasure having you just chat with me and talk with me and um, 
yeah, from the sound booth that is your car. I love it. It, it worked well. It sounded great. <laughs> it, did, <right? laughs> it really did. I mean, you should record yeah. every podcast in there. So, <laughs> but awesome. But yeah, but thank you so much. Super great having you on the show. Um, affiliates, I hope you take something. I hope you apply it. And I hope 2018 is great for you. So, and Jonathan, I hope the same for you guys at CrossFit Quarter. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.